And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up, everyone? Zach here. Hope you have an amazing day. Hey, I am really pumped to spend some time with you guys right now and, uh, and share something with you that is kind of nuts, kind of crazy, but it's going to make for a really good point. Um, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I am um, a bit baffled right now, but also not really. I'm, I'm like surprised, but not surprised. So the other day, like two days ago, I am, you know, chilling, working, doing my thing. And I am actually on, um, I'm on my computer or one of our second computers and I'm logged in to, um, Ashley's Facebook and, um, I see a message come up. So I actually see it the second it comes up. I just, I mean, I, I, I can like read it, what it says, and then I shut it and, um, and Ashley tells me about it like an hour later. She's like, Hey, did you see that this person messaged us? or met me. And I was like, yeah, actually I read it and I shut it. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And so basically what happened is, um, one of our pretty good friends, like this is not an acquaintance. This is not, um, a random, I would say this is probably one of our better friends out here in, in San Diego area. Um, you know, talk to them. I would say every two to three days, we have some type of conversation, either a text or you know, maybe a Zoom or a phone call, whatever. And when uh, when we're not doing this whole lockdown thing, we see them pretty often. And um, and uh, this message was basically a spam MLM message. And you know, she basically said like, "Hey, I don't know if you knew this, but I started a blank business, fill in the MLM company. I started a blank business, and um, and." Uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm basically, uh, we're, we're, I'm having a, a, like a, like a short webinar tonight or whatever. Um, you know, her upline was doing it and she somehow worded it like, you know, my, my friend that, you know, got me started or something is hosting a, a short webinar. Um, kind of, uh, talking about some of the products if you want to buy some, um, or if you want to like do the business with me or something like that. Hope you can join like out of freaking nowhere. Like we have never, we have never heard of anything, um, from this person about their business, about their, their MLM business. Uh, nothing like that. And again, these are, these are pretty good friends of ours. Um, and this came out of nowhere, like bang, sideswipe. 
And I, and I'm like, I'm like baffled. I'm like looking at the name. I'm like, is this really the person? Is this really our friend? And, um, and it was, it is, it was. And then, you know, she responded extremely gracefully, um, very gracefully. And she said, Hey, you know, I, I won't be able to make it. Um, great, super cool that you started a XYZ business. Um, you know, actually Zach and I are in the industry as well. Um, and, uh, and we, you know, she gave, she, you know, we basically, we, we, uh, we help people build online recruiting systems and sales systems for their business. And we build an, we build an MLM business ourselves. And, um, yeah, anyway, uh, sorry, I can't make it. Uh, you know, wish you the best of luck. Hopefully lots of people, you know, sign up and purchase and stuff. And, um, then two days later, so today, that's why it's fresh in my mind. Um, this person sends us another or actually another message asking if she got a chance to watch the video. And I, <laughs> I'm like, what? And I'm like, actually, did you say that you were going to watch it? And she's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, I'm, I'm obviously leaving out details here because, um, you know, at some point this person could actually listen to this podcast. Um, it's never my intention to, uh, do anything, you know, do anything like that in a public setting. And these are, again, these are, these are good friends of ours. Like, like, uh, uh they'd probably like if, 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 when we have the baby in for three months from now, they're in the top three people that we would probably call to come and watch the baby if we needed it. If we needed like help, um, in some capacity, like, like, like high level help, they'd probably be in the top three people that we'd call in San Diego. Like that's who they are. And, um, the thing that has me the most like caught up is not her necessarily. It's not the, it's not the, it's not the friend because, you know, she, she's not a business person right now. You know, um, she is, uh, her, her job is, I'm not gonna even state what she does, but it's nothing close to really with business. Okay. She's a very, very, um, separated from the business world. And so, you know, she, she, she joins a company and, and, and she's just doing what, she, what, what probably her upline is telling her just doing what her upline is telling her and doing, not doing anything wrong. You know, she's, um, she thinks she's doing a good thing. Um, you know, uh, I, I looked at, you know, I looked at her stories and stuff on Facebook and Instagram and they're just, they're, they're actually very pretty, but they're visually pretty. But, um, like every post is like posting about the product. Boom, 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 boom. Out of nowhere. This person is, and this is a health and wellness company. And from what we uh, know about them, like they've never really been super into health and wellness. You know, they take care of themselves, but not like, in, not like, not like in super intensely. Right. Um, they look very good. Like they look like they take care of themselves, but you know, we've had personal conversations of course. And you, you know, everyone just, we just talk about what we do and what we eat and stuff like that. And they've never really been that into it. It's just not been in a high interest level and I'm not putting them down. I've I've been the same way. You know, Ashley really got me into health and wellness myself. Like I, yeah, I slung vitamins, but like I took them, but I wasn't really super into it. And that's kind of where they're at. And so, and she's kind of taken this approach that she's really, really into health and wellness. And that, um, and like every post is like, it's a pitch. It's not like a value add. It's not jab, jab, hook, jab, jab, right hook. It's more like right hook, right hook, right hook, right hook, right hook, right hook over and over and over again. And so I'm thinking about this and it just makes me so like, it's sad for her. Like legitimately, like, I'm just like, like we literally sat, me and Ashley sat and like kind of agonized for like 20 minutes. How do we handle this? You know, like we, this person didn't ask for our advice. Like they didn't ask for our advice. So like we probably don't want to like give them really advice or, you know, try to teach them anything. They're not asking us for that. Um, we also don't want to fully ignore the message because this is a good friend of ours, you know, and she's probably getting a lot of people that are ignoring her right now. 
Um, and so, you know, but like clearly we're not going to watch the video. Um, you know, like you guys know, like we preach very heavily against this stuff, like insanely heavy against it. Like we're not going to watch the video. We're not going to join the company. We're not going to probably buy any product. Um, so we're kind of like, like, what, what do we do here? Like, you know, we're just tell her no, just tell her we're not going to watch the video and just leave it at that. But it's like, I don't know if I just want to like leave it at that because it's like, I know the path you're going down because all of our clients go down it. All of our clients have been down this path. We've been down the path. All the people on our team pretty much have been down the path at one point and other in their past. Like we know what happens. We know what happens and you're a good friend of ours. We don't want to watch them like just like walk over landmines and boom. So we literally, I, I don't even have a full answer as to what we're going to do yet. Um, I think we're probably going to kind of choose the middle option, like say, hey, you know, basically, no, you, you actually didn't even ask me to watch the video. Was I supposed to? And then kind of like give a little bit more background as to like, hey, well, this is what we do. Um, <laughs> and, you know, maybe offer some sort of level of like, hey, if you ever want to talk about like this, you know, we're happy to, we're happy to, we're happy to share. Um, I don't, I don't fully know, but my heart truly goes out to her big time because I'm like, I feel so sad. Like, I know she's probably, you know, she probably made a couple sales, made like maybe a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. I don't know. Um, but she's overall going to get mostly ignored. Um, and primarily, it's mostly not going to really do anything. She might, you know, skyrocket to a thousand bucks a month or something, but nothing's really going to happen long term with this particular strategy. And I know that. Um, but the thing is, like I said, it's not her fault. It's her upline's fault. And most likely it's not even the upline's fault. It's their upline's fault and their upline's fault. And it just goes back and back and back to at some point, somebody said to do something, probably had some level of medium level success and said, you know what? That's what we're going to teach. We're going to teach, hit up, make a list, hit up everyone with the same canned message and the right ones will say yes, right? Like that's what, that's what someone said and that's what she's doing. Post all over your stories, make a pitch, boom, boom, boom. Someone said that, seemed good and now they're doing it. So I'm not mad at her anyway. In fact, I'm sad, I just wanna help but I just don't want, I don't fully know how yet till we think about it more without, you know, like we don't wanna offend her. We don't wanna ruin, we don't wanna hurt a relationship in any way where we care, obviously we care more about the relationship than business, duh. Uh, they, <laughs> clearly they don't know what we do. Um, but the biggest thing that I'm just freaking pissed about just righteously pissed is this industry right now and it's not the industry's fault either it's the people in the industry that have tried to make a quick buck and they've taught this completely bullcrap strategies and it's causing this kind of relational tension the reason that she's not straining our relationship right now is because we're in the freaking industry and because we're literally we, we, we own mlm rebels that's why they're not they're, she's not hurting our relationship that's why we feel sad not angry you realize if i was a normal person this is one of our one of our best friends out here in san diego they hit me with that out of nowhere you think i'm going to be excited no way it's going to strain the relationship that makes me so mad about the, about, the, about the industry and the upline that are doing this kind of stuff. They're saying this is a good idea. No, it's not. This is not a freaking good idea, you guys. Now, I'm not saying all warm market is bad. I'm going to give you some tips here right now. If you must do warm market, I'm going to give you some tips. What she should have done and what she hopefully does going forward. And if she does listen to this at some point, I don't know if she ever will. But um, this is what hopefully she ends up doing. Um... But I am more fired up than ever after, after having this happen. More fired up than ever. Because I've realized that there is, there is people out there. See, she, this, this person, she doesn't know what she's got her hands on, clearly. She doesn't know the raw, just 
crazy potential of this business because she wouldn't be treating it like that. At the same time, she also is overestimating it. She's thinking that by doing what she's doing, she's going to make something impactful in, in their life. And that's just not the, that's not the case. Maybe they'll make a few hundred bucks, maybe a thousand bucks. Sure, that's impactful for a little bit, if, depending on how much money you make. Um, but that's not going to be there that long. That's going to go away. Everyone knows that, right? So she's overestimating the potential short term with these strategies that her upline is force feeding her. And then she's underestimating the long term benefit of if she actually treated this like a company, like a business, like it was her full time income. And the industry or the, the upline, so many upline aren't using their brain and they're just saying, oh, I've got this process, blah, 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 boom. Hey, do this downline. But they don't know where the process came from. They're not saying, hey, when did this last work? Oh, this worked in the 80s. This worked in the 90s. So this worked in the early 2000s. This worked in 2010. All of those time periods are dead. They're gone. They are gone. You know what's crazy right now? When we left our first company, they were still doing hotel meetings all the time. They didn't see the light. They did not see the online potential. My upline said, go ahead and try it, Zach, but don't tell anyone you're doing it. <clears throat> we're on lockdown right now. You know what's happening right now? They're all being forced online, forced. Now, they're all doing like Zoom stuff and they don't even, they, they think they're doing stuff like new age. It's not even close, right? If you're stalking people, if you're meeting people out and about on the internet and putting them into a Zoom meeting, that's not new age. That's still stalking people online. That's all that is. Either way, they realize they're being forced into the internet now, and we're getting more applications from that old company than ever before. I've never seen this many applications from that particular company than ever before. This company that I'm referring to has the most culturally strong and culturally dense group of people that I've ever seen in a company before. They keep the, it, they're brilliant, actually, with their retention strategies and their culture strategies, but what they do is they keep you so locked in to one methodology that you don't question anything else. So we very, very rarely see anyone from that company filling out our applications for MLM Rebels. I have seen a, ma I think, a massive, massive spike from this, from this one company. From this one company. It is crazy because they're forced online and they're like, holy crap. We got to do something and they're scrambling and they're still doing stuff. They're still stalking people. They're just doing it on the internet now. Now, hopefully they see the light. Hopefully they make adjustments. Hopefully they, um, you know, use strategies like we're talking about because that's how you build it online for real, like a real online marketer would, not like a random person treating this like a part-time little side hustle would, like a real full-time online marketer would. And... Um, Man, as you can tell, I'm just, I'm so, I have been just breathed in new fire to get this message out to more people. New fire to say, you know what, this, this industry offers so much hope to people. Guys, this has totally freaking revolutionized our life. Like revolutionized our life. Do you realize that I used to work a corporate job? I used to, you, you might not believe me, I worked a corporate job. In fact, when I first got into network marketing, I was working motorcycle sales. I made like around, I was, if you annualized it, I was making like $55,000, $60,000 a year in motorcycle sales as a 20-year-old, fresh out of trade school. I got in network marketing. I was told to get a nine-to-five job so I could spend my nights and weekends building my business. What that code 
for that was going to Targets, Walmarts, and gas stations, stalking people, going to hotel meetings on the other nights of the week, getting people started, staying up till 2 a.m., building my business, and then going to five conferences a year, doing everything through hotels, Starbucks, things like that. So I did. I got a 9-to-5. My first 9-to-5 job, I was paid $10.50 an hour because I had a trade school diploma for being a mechanic. Now, in sales, I could take my tech knowledge, bring it into sales, and that's how I was making sixty grand annually as a 20-year-old. When I moved into the corporate world as a 21-year-old, I was making $10.50 an hour. That's a pay cut, by the way. I was making $21,000 a year. I, uh, I missed so many days by going to MLM conferences that I got fired from that job after a year, year and a half. Stayed at a work for a few months. I got a huge pay increase to $14.25 an hour, $14.25 an hour to work for an insurance company. I worked there for about a year, ended up getting recruited back into the dealership world. I was a GM of a small dealership for a very short period of time. Um, I won't go into the details there. Um, and then I went to the corporate world again after that. And I worked as a uh, claims adjuster. And eventually I became a supervisor of about 20 different claims adjusters for a extended warranty company for vehicles. Meaning if your engine blew up, we the, we're the ones that we went out and uh, um, you know, checked on it, made sure it was legit, and then issued the claim or the payment for the claim. And I did that, and then, and then I went to an executive recruiting after that, and that was my last job. And I was working from 8 o'clock in the morning, 7.45 sometimes, to 4, 4.30, 5 o'clock. I was making, at that claims adjuster, I was making like $50,000 a year when I started, 50 grand. I was 26 maybe, 27, and I was making like 50 grand. Remember I told you I was 20 years old making 60 grand as a motorcycle sales guy? I was making 50 grand at 27 as a claims adjuster because I wanted to work a nine to five so I could use my nights and weekends to build my business because it took me so stinking long to stock enough people to build the thing. At that time in my life, through my MLM business, when you calculate all the expenses that I was spending, you know, you actually do the real expenses, gas money, all this different stuff. I was about breaking even after seven years or uh, not seven, like five and a half, six years. That's where I was at. I know what it's like to go down that path, you guys. And it wasn't like I was some random dude kicking the tires in this thing. Sponsored, worked with and sponsored, probably worked with thousands of people through our team, through me personally sponsoring hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people on stages for being a top recruiter. I did talks at big conferences for how to sponsor people in the cold market. Yet behind the scenes, I was making 50 grand a year at my job and was when you calculate all my expenses, I was probably just breaking even on the business. Are you kidding me? Do you guys know what happened after I started working online? Do you know within just a few months, four months, I matched my corporate, my, my corporate income within four months working online? You know, within nine months, I tripled it. Today, building our business, we recruit more in some weeks than most top recruiters can doing old school stuff in a year. These are not fairy tales. This is real. This is reality. We traveled for 18 months full time. We lived out of a backpack on purpose. Our stuff was in storage. We lived overseas, 14 hour time difference, Bali, Thailand, Chiang Mai, Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, Iceland, Reykjavik, Mexico City, all across the United States, traveled to every state that we wanted to potentially move to. That's how we ended up in California. 
18 months. We made more. When we started turning our funnels on, we started making more within 30 days. Let's, well, let, let me say I had to build the funnel first. It took me 30 days to build it, 30 days to run it for the first time. Let's call it 60 days. It took me 60 days. Within 60 days, I was making more in a month than the top of the comp plan of that first company that I was a part of. And most people didn't even come near it in 15 years. It took them 10 to 15 years to even scratch it. Guys, I am telling you, this is the future. You have to adapt. People are being forced to adapt right now. They're being forced to adapt. You have to adapt. We're going to have to adapt again in a year or two. I can guarantee it. The stuff we're doing today will not work in a year or two. And you know what? I'm admitting it now. I'm admitting it right now. Because the world is changing so fast. The, problem, the, the reason people that are not growing aren't growing is because they're not admitting that the stuff they're doing doesn't really work. I'm telling you right now, the stuff we're doing is working. But I'm also telling you that I admit in a year or two, it probably won't work the same way it is. We're going to have to adjust. We're going to have to adapt. Guys, a year and a half ago, we launched, the, or two years ago, whatever, we launched the first Rebels recruiting system. It worked so good that it broke some of the operational back end. If we launched that exact same version of it today, I don't think it would work. I truly don't think it would work today. So we adapted. There's a new, new version. So we're running today. It's called Rebels Recruiting System 2. I know, we're fancy. You have to adapt. I told you I'd wrap up with this. If you haven't adapted yet and you're still building it, what I call old school, traditionally, whatever, if you're doing anything, if you have to find your own prospects, you're doing it traditionally, by the way. Some people think that by using the internet, they're doing it new. No, they're not. If you have to find your own prospects, you're doing it traditionally. Meaning if your prospects are not applying to speak with you automatically at scale, you can control the flow with the click of a button. If I wanted you to, you guys, I could literally go get, I could have 100 applicants tonight if I wanted to. I could have a 900 by tomorrow if I wanted to by clicking a button. That's called scale. If you can't do that, you're not operating in the new era. You will be left behind. Now it takes time to get there. So let's say that you're doing it traditionally right now. Here's what, here's what you need to do. If you're going to go through the same process that the friend that I talked about went through, I want you to do something. It's called the inviting formula. I want you to look it up. It's by a guy named Tim Sales. He's in the company that I'm a part of, but Tim Sales is a very well-known um, public-facing network marketing trainer. He trains, he was basically like the guru, guru of network marketing before gurus were a thing. He's been on Larry King, um, been on a bunch of massive, massive shows, either defending, explaining, or teaching network marketing. He had a, literally had a course at the University of Illinois on network marketing. Um, so he's extremely professional, doesn't ever talk about his company. Um, you will not have to worry about being recruited or nothing like that, but go look it up. It's called um, The Inviting Formula by Tim Sales, okay? And he's going to go through it with you. Um, I think you can even find it online. Um, I don't know if you have to pay for it or not, but whatever. Just It's probably definitely worth it. Um, The first step, I'm going to give you the first step in the inviting formula right now. And that is, it's called greeting. What the greeting means is that you get someone to, to talk openly and freely about themselves before you ever, 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 ever mention that you have any type of business or product. 
here's what a greeting would have, should have looked like from that friend to us. A, sh- a conversation should have taken place, a phone call, a Zoom, even a chat. It doesn't matter. But getting Ashley or myself to talk openly and freely, and sh- what she would have discovered is that we're in this industry. We actually own this company called MLM Rebels, and this is what we do. Now, what if we were normal people? We weren't you know, in the industry or whatever. What she would have discovered is that we were in our jobs doing this or that or that. And we're talking openly and freely. And what she's looking for is not just an opening to slide the opportunity in, but she's looking to see if she even wants to. Again, talk, getting, getting the prospects to talk openly and freely is step one. Then you're qualifying them. You're trying to find out what they need, want, or don't want. You haven't brought up the opportunity yet. Does this person even want more money? Maybe not. I'll tell you this. I don't want another opportunity, you guys. I don't want another opportunity. You come to an opportunity, I don't want it. Unless it's some crazy real estate deal where I can invest, buy, and hold, I do not want it. I don't want the opportunity. Well, everyone wants an opportunity. No, they don't. Well, that's because you're Zach and you already have a network marketing thing. Blah, 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 blah. Nope, 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 nope. Not, not just me. Lots of people think like that. My landlord, the guy who owns the building that we live in, um, he doesn't want another opportunity right now. He is very happy with where he's at. So you find out with someone, what do they need, want, or don't want? Maybe I want to lose weight. Maybe I want to gain weight. Someone brings me weight loss products. Are you kidding me? Have you seen me? You know, I've never been able to gain weight in my life. Why in the world would I want your weight loss product? Why are you talking to me about weight loss? Why are you talking to me about balancing my hormones? I, I never said I feel like my hormones are jacked up. So if you find out what they need, want, or don't want. It's making sense? So I want you to look up Tim Sales Inviting Formula. Secondly, I believe if you go to our YouTube channel, if you type in... Um, B list training. So the letter B list, L I S T training. I believe it's public on there. Um, Ashley did a video a couple years ago about approaching your B list. B list means a friend that knows you by first name. It's a B list. Um, well, first and last name is technically a B list. A list is someone that you know by first name that you could call them up and just by the sound of your voice, they would know who you were. We're A list with these people that I just told you about. We're A-list. We're not spam material. We're A-list. So go check out the inviting formula. If you can find it, look up the B-list training. It's worth it if you find it. Very much so. Um, And uh, if you insist on building it traditionally, we have a uh, class out there called Instant Cold Contacting Hacks. You kind of have to dig for it. Um, You know, basically, you got to dig for it. (laughs) But if you can find it, I'd recommend, I'd recommend investing the 50 bucks or whatever it is to get that. Um, obviously, we don't teach that kind of stuff anymore, um, but it, it, it really goes into that. So get the inviting formula at the very least. I don't even have to pay for it, but if you do, you should, you should just pay whatever it is. Pay for it. It's worth it. Um, and I think that's it. So anyway, as you can tell, I'm fired up. Um, I literally, I was supposed to be game planning right now, strategizing. And I just couldn't help myself. I just like had to get this out. So anyway, um, love y'all. Appreciate you. If you found value in this, do me a favor. Leave a review and a rate, rating down below. I need to know what I'm saying is helping, right? That's, how, that's the fuel for the podcast. Those reviews make me say, oh, okay, 
this is worth it, right? It's worth taking 30 minutes out and doing this. You know, we could be closing sales. We could be adding, we could be leading our top recruiters right now. But, you know, we want to give, we want to give bad. And um, so just let me know. That's the fuel. And leave a review and a rating down below. That'd be awesome. And appreciate you guys. Love you all. Talk to y'all soon. Thank you.